with 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings. Do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway. Or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Blog Talk Radio. Everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Toe to Toe Softball Show. I'm excited to, uh, of what the show brings tonight out here. Um, you know, we're very excited to have an extremely special guest uh, with us this evening. Uh, Mr. Brett Helmer will be joining us shortly, uh, spending a few minutes talking some softball and whatnot. Uh, I encourage you to get in line, uh, get your call into the show today, 347 637. 3978. Again, the number is 347-637-3978. Get in, get your calls ready for Mr. Helmer while we got a few chances to uh, to, to field some. He'll be with us just shortly. Um, you can tweet us the messages you have or questions you have at toe to toe softball. That's T O E, the number two T O E softball uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're encouraging you to call in. Again, I'm excited to kind of kick the show off tonight and, and what we bring. So, uh, you know, without further ado, we'll be with you just shortly. Uh, we'll have Mr. Brett Helmer on live uh, with us in studio. So we'll be right back after this. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. B-45 yellow birch wood bats from Canada are the official wood bats of ISPS and also the official bat used in the ISPS Puerto Rican Leagues in Puerto Rico. They're made from Pro Select Yellow Birch Wood from Canada, and also they will be featured in some of our upcoming ISPS Wood Bat Tournaments and Wood Bat Leagues. Stay tuned for more information. Visit them on Twitter and also follow them at B45 Yellow Birch. B45 Yellow Birch, the official wood bat of ISPS. All right, everyone, I'm back. Uh, Corey here from Toe to Toe Softball. I am extremely excited uh, to welcome, uh, I mean, the, the gentleman doesn't need any welcome, uh, excuse me, doesn't need any uh, introduction, but his name speaks for himself, Mr. Brett Helmer from Easton Sports. Brett, are you with me? I'm here, Corey. Excellent. excellent. Thank you so much for joining us, Brett, and being a part of the show. Um, man, I- I'm ecstatic. The The social media buzz has been going off like crazy today over Facebook and Twitter and goes on and on. I mean, uh, so 
you know, I, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that you're here to spend a few minutes with us, and, and, and thanks for taking a couple minutes. I know it is uh, late. It's my pleasure. <laughs> no, nah, it's all right, man. I, I stay up work late anyway, so this is perfect for me. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, we just got back from Vegas, uh, you know, a week and a half ago, and, and, and uh, again, Laser Vision uh, does it the hard way. Uh, but does pull it out in the end, and, and what an awesome experience that was to sit and sit back and watch. Are you, are you excited with the result? How do you feel, um, you know, the event overall for you guys to kind of knock the dust off from being off season? Yeah, 100%, man. It's a, uh, you know, we, we picked that event up. I think that was our third year coming, and we pick it up for the simple fact that, uh, you know, typically a lot of teams start down at the duel in Kissimmee here coming up this next weekend, and it's just, in my eyes, way too many games to start the year off, man. Uh, history has kind of told the teams I've been on that, you know, you'll get guys injured at that duel event on the baseball fields. I think uh, in 2012 we played 16 games on baseball fields in, in three days. And that's, man, that's crazy. So that's always good to get out of the gate and get a tournament under the belt. Uh, so we certainly, we pick up the Vegas event to do that. And it's, you know, it's grown. Uh, over the three years we've been there, this past year I thought was the best competition we've had. Um, you know, some of the teams looked really, really improved. Uh, I thought combat looked much better than, than they've had been in the past. And that should be uh, that should be fun for them and those guys. I got a lot of friends over there, so I'm hoping they have a have a decent season. And uh, also, uh, my guys that I sponsor, uh, uh, Ball Ford, man, those guys play great. So I was real excited to see that. I wasn't too happy when they beat us, but uh, I was I was pretty happy to get back <laughs> at them. And uh, you know, mission accomplished for us, man. Get out of the gate, get some games in our belt. We ended up playing nine games, which is actually a blessing, man. That's a ton of ball, so. Um, great weather, can't beat it. Everybody's been pent up around here in the long, long winter. So good start, good guys. I got, you know, probably half a new roster of much younger guys and just uh, really kids, man, guys that are literally half my age. I got two guys on the team that are not even, you know, I graduated high school before they were born. kind of aggravates me a little bit, but that's all right. So uh, just good kids, man. Great intensity, great uh, passion, and, in much better defense and you know, all around, I, I think we'll have a nice, nice year. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> to sit back and kind of watch that as a fan and just kind of watch things unravel, the amount of teams and the caliber of the players I feel has just been amazing. Just that they're all kind of migrating and you're going to get these superpowers again that are, that are kind of coming together. I mean, I mean, again, you know, you guys are a given Redmond will always be in the mix, but the ball sure. guys and the talent those young kids have on there. And I think we've got a couple of good up-and-coming teams, you know, like the guys from Combat. I mean, Bryce, you know, was pretty bold with his statement last time out. But, man, those guys got some good talent. They've got some, you know, raw, young, energetic kids. But you've got those those veterans that have been there, that have done it. And if they'll buy into the system, the kind of what those guys are doing, I think it's going to be a pretty awesome little little thing for them. I mean, plus there were some teams that just literally surprised some people, I think, out there and just really made a good statement for themselves. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, you know, they've got a nice mix, speaking of the combat team, a nice mix with, with Johnny McGraw and Rusty and guys that have been around, heck, man, 20 years like I've been around. And uh, and then you pick up the young guys, Bryce and Cameron Cox, and, you know, they've, you know, they've got a really good mix. I think they'll get stronger as the year goes on, and it'll be, uh, it'll be competitive, and that's good. You know, we're all going to struggle on 300-foot parks, man. Those really good B teams and, and those good A teams will wear you out 
on a 300-foot park if you don't bring your best game. They will beat you down, man. So there's no free passes really on the uh, you know the limited home run stuff. On the stadium things, sometimes are a little different just because of you know how much power the bigger teams tend to have uh, kind of get you most of the time. But on a 300-foot park, this should be a really really good year. Um, big uh, big nice tournament for classic glass, man. Uh, Tommy, Tommy put another nice team together of young kids, and they certainly battled and had a nice weekend. Um, then we touched on Ford, who obviously is a new team put together. Uh, but there's some veteran guys there with Vince Bisbee and Reckhart, some of those guys who've been around a little bit. So there again, nice mix of youth and in, in uh, veteran leadership. So should be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I'm already excited. Uh, so what is your next tournament going to be? The the uh, one that come up in well, going to be Florida, right? Uh, next weekend. Yeah, next weekend. Oh, when are you guys playing? We play. We'll play sometime. The bracket doesn't come out. We'll play sometime early Thursday. Everybody's going to play probably before noon time on Thursday. Everybody in the tournament will at least play one game. So it's going to start early Thursday. It'll finish up Sunday afternoon sometime. Uh, huge, huge turnout. I believe there was, gosh, I think there's 46 conference teams, something ridiculous like that. And it's, uh, it's kind of, it's almost a must attend event. If you want to be in, you know, for the bigger teams like us, Rosmondo, you know, combat, gene shop, if you want to have a chance to win the conference, you pretty much have got to come down here and, and you need to, you need to grab one of these two, if not both, because there's just so many points on the line. And for the teams that are fighting for a spot, the world series at the end of the year, you have to come. I mean, the good B teams have got to come down to this thing, and, and hopefully they, you know, they get some decent points and they win a few games. You know, it's a, uh, it's a big, big weekend to start. That's for sure. Yeah. Are you surprised that the overall? It seems to me, as again, sitting back as a fan looking at things, are you surprised the amount of, of just the size or the amount of teams that are showing up for these events now? I mean, obviously, it's nothing like it was in the heyday. But it seems like there was a lull over the last, you know, handful of years. But over the last, I don't know, two or three years, it seems like things are increasing, and, and just the, the the separation, I should say, is, is getting uh, eroded. Yeah. I mean, you're get, yeah. you could be anybody these days. I mean, any given weekend, there's so many good ball players out there scattered across the country um, that, that, that the size of the events are getting larger, and and the talent pool is deeper. I mean, what what is your kind of feedback on that? Yeah, the talent pool is definitely – it's as deep as it's been in, I don't know, man, probably, you know, this is the ninth year of the conference, and this is certainly the deepest the talent pool has been the whole time. Um, and it's just a bunch of young, hungry players out there and guys that are, you know, started, you know, seven or eight, nine years ago in the early 20s who are in their early 30s now or 30, and they're starting to figure things out. You know what I mean? There's no, There is no real – time that says you can't get better at this game so there's no age limit on that for the most part i mean guys like myself and johnny and some of us that are in our mid-40s man, we're you know we're on the other side of it but man the talent pool is huge so it, it's certainly going to lead to a great year and, and great competitiveness and i think what i kind of like is like this past weekend they played down in houston none of the four major teams were there so they had a, I mean, they had 64 teams down there, and certainly a lot of local teams get in to, to help make that up. But, you know, so what? There's some really good teams that aren't in the conference that still like, enjoy playing softball, and they show up and, and they go after it. So it's kind of nice to not see the major teams at some events and see what ends up happening. You know, I think you had a nice shootout down there with uh, a couple good A teams in the finals with the scene and, and line drive and uh, – you know, the old uh, Bazzini guys were in the hunt down there and ASP Nation. So 
pretty good deal, man. Pretty good deal. It's always nice to see what happens when none of the big teams are around. Um, on the flip side, I think what you see is that there's six or seven events that have turned into almost must-attend events because you'll see everybody. The duels, obviously, in Kissimmee, uh, Cincinnati, the Smoky Mountain Classic, Detroit, um, Joliet uh, is turned into a huge one. Uh, you know, so those those events, you're going to see the you know the top, you know, probably. 20, 20 to 24 conference teams will always show up to those events, and they kind of just separate themselves a little bit as as the big point events. So, it's, you know, you kind of know ahead of time where everybody's going to end up, and that's a good thing. Absolutely. You know, one thing I'm really going to try to do this year is if we can scratch the, the, the nickels together is, is I personally want to go. I mean, I hear that's the one to go to. I have yet to be there. Uh, ever and, and uh, I was talking to kid about that the other day, and I said, "Man, if that's the tournament, I can go to one, you know, outside of here besides you know the World Series and you know Florida and whatnot." But man, I really want to go to that event so bad, just because I hear you that said it, it is the, the Smokies. Is that what you said? I lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. Yeah. yeah, man, it's it's unbelievable. The history, you know, the history of our game at the higher levels is the Smoky Mountain Classic. Man, it's been there for so long and. You know, it's the same complex and the same tons of fans. I've walked in there. I've been playing it for 20 years. I walk in there, and there's people who remembered me when I played there in the early 90s. They don't forget, man. They they tune in. They enjoy it. They love it. They're great fans. Uh, the setting is awesome, man, down in there. You know, you're down in a kind of a, a bit of a pit a little bit, and there's people on the hillside all around you, and there's thousands of people. And it's a great, you know, it's just a great venue for the game, man, and it's the history of it makes it that much more enjoyable when you see, you know, you know, Steels and Rich's Superior and Lighthouse and Howard's and all those teams play there forever and ever. So it, it's a big deal. And the people around there know their history of softball and they'll tell you, you know, you can hear stories if you're, if you're interested in the history of the game, walk around talk to some of the older people that are around there, man. They will tell you the last 40 years of slow pitch softball, man. They know it. You can't fool them. They saw it. So uh, pretty awesome deal there, man. If you can certainly – get the time and you can you can get away for a weekend, I would encourage anybody who loves to watch some softball to go to the Smoky Mountain Classic. Yeah, I would. Uh, again, that's my plan. Hopefully we can kind of work it all out to, to be there and just to witness some, some history, you know, and just to be a, a part of that as a, again, and you know, you know, you mean, we've sat and chatted before. I mean, I look at this as truly a fan and, and, sure. You know, I play, I play it, I love it, um, but I look at it as just the history and it speaks for itself. I mean, just doing my research for the show and looking up some of your bios and what I could find, and you know, I was like, wow, you know, just the, the Hall of Fame induction in 2006 or, you know, uh, 2007 induction, you know, just some of the stuff you do. It would kind of boggle my mind, Brad. I mean, I knew you were always in there, but, I mean, you know, well, last the one number I could find was 44-time All-World, 25-time uh, World National Titles. I'm like, sheesh, man. Um, you know, let alone your your side hobby of powerlifting and and the uh, national you know champion, the multi-time championship, and that uh, it, it's just it's just amazing of some of the accomplishments that to be amongst you guys is just awesome. You know, it's just absolutely yeah, it's, awesome. 
it's certainly been a tremendous run for for me, man. And and all those, you know, you don't get to be all world however many times, and you don't get to win national world championships without obviously tremendous teammates and great sponsors. So I've been so lucky to play with such great players and and have such great sponsors, and to be part of that and to help those teams and and those guys, man. It's uh, it has been a spectacular career. I got no regrets on it, man. It has been. Nothing but good stuff, and you know, I, I, at this point in my career, I'm year year to year, so I'll play out this season and and see how things go. And when the time comes that I can't help the team I'm on, then I walk away, man. The last thing I'm going to do is stick around longer than I should stick around. So I will not, uh, I don't let my ego get away of anything, man. When I, you know, when I know that it's time to walk out of there, I will walk out of there happy, man. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's something that, you know, I think everybody has to face at one time or another, but hopefully, and you know what, not hopefully, I know you got a few more left in you, definitely. Uh, I still, I just that one ball that you even hit right at the first baseman in Vegas that was an absolute rocket that these guys did the <laughs> drill on was, I, I, it was just sickening. I mean, I, I tell you right now, I would have let it go by. I wouldn't even stand in front of that thing. It was, it was a reaction that's probably saved themselves more than anything else, but you know, definitely, it's been it's been awesome to to watch over the years, and I still think you got it in you. Yeah, you got a few minutes still, Brett, to hang around. Like we got, got Taylor from. Yeah, Atlanta, man, I'm going. Uh, I'm going nowhere. I'll, sure, I'll right, I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. Awesome. Hang on. Hello. Hey, Taylor, are you with us? Taylor, you got. Uh, you got uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can you can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. Sweet. Um, well, um, I got I got a couple of uh, questions to ask. First, uh, what advice would you get give to a uh, younger guy wanting to work more on his power and stuff, more wanting to hit with more power at the same, but at the same time being more strategical at the plate? Uh, to hit with more power, I mean, really hitting with power is is really bad speed. It really doesn't have a lot to do. I'm not sure how big you are, how small you are, but if you watch anything, it doesn't really matter how big you are. It matters how fast your hands are going and particularly how fast your hands are still going after you make contact. One of the biggest things you'll see with with players, and you may take a guy, you know, who can swing the bat 100 miles an hour, but once he makes contact with the ball, he slows down to 70 miles an hour. Then you may have another guy who swings the bat only 90 miles an hour, you know, and then he makes contact, he's still going 80 through the ball. Well, that guy, even though he doesn't swing as hard without making contact, hits the ball harder and farther than a guy who swings 100 until he makes contact, if that makes any sense. It is all about how fast you can keep your hands going right through the ball, man. you got to hit it like it's not even there, like there's three of them, or like it's a shot put, and you're trying to hit that shot put instead of a ball, man. That is the well, best thing I can tell you is to get your hands out there going and to get with people – who know, man? Take find somebody. You know, if there's a veteran player around or somebody who's helpful, who can watch your swing or videotape your swing and watch it yourself. I used to tape myself a ton, you know, back in the day, and I go back and watch it because when you get to a certain point, it's very little things that you do wrong or your timing's off. It's always something small, man. It's never something huge. It's always those little things. So if you can watch it you can kind of work on that thing and just see, all right, man, there we go. I'm I'm slowing down at the point of contact. I'm, you know, I'm diving in with my shoulder. I'm bailing out with my head. It's it's always those little bitty things, man. But honestly, it is repetition. Get in there and keep hitting. Uh, I got a couple guys that I work with who love sledgehammer work, man. They take sledgehammers. They beat the snot out of tires. Uh, this kid I got, Stephen Lloyd, on my team, you know, he takes them and, and he swings them and throws them. I mean, don't – 
You know, I'm old school. I go out and I hit and I lift really heavy weights and I've always that's always kind of worked for me. But for for some of these guys, they they're into a lot more stuff. You know, he believes that taking hitting swinging them sledgehammers or hitting them tires with the sledgehammers has helped his bat speed and and I can't argue it because the kid weighs 195 pounds and and hits it as far as I do. So there's certainly wow. there's certainly some validity to it. And also, um, how long did it take did it take you on to uh, play on the um, local rec leagues before you really got big with Easton? Um, well, what really helped me out is totally by chance, man. Is I was playing playing in upstate New York, and and it was mostly ASA and, and decent ball. But I moved down to Connecticut uh, for college in 1991, and there was a ton of U trip, and there was much better ball, and I immediately got myself on a, a pretty good team, the team that just won the U-Trip B Worlds called Pierce Construction, and, and I ended up picking up with them, and we started playing, uh, we were playing A-ball right away, so I was kind of by chance and luck that I had moved down there, and, uh, you know, I was, what, I was 20, 21, so, you know, I started traveling with them, we would, we would take four or five trips a year, but what really ended up getting my big break was traveling we went out to New Jersey and played in a big tournament called the Trentonian. And uh, one of the top five teams in the country was there called Sojourn. And uh, they asked, we happened to play them, and I had a really big game against them. And nobody said anything to me, but I noticed there's a guy who followed us around the rest of the weekend. And he didn't say nothing to me there, but we went out to the to the ASA major in uh, Waterloo, Iowa, and he came up to me and introduced himself and said, "Hey, man, I am. My name's Brad Altimore. I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to just hang out this weekend and watch you, and I'll talk to you after the weekend." And I'm like, I had no idea what the hell he's talking about. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. <laughs> you come out and watch me, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and at the end of the weekend, he come up and you know, he's like, "Hey, great job. It's, uh, you know, we'd like to offer you a spot on our team." And and that was that was where I finally got the break from playing on a very good team. Now, we were very competitive in the A, and we could hang with the double-A teams, but, you know, we'd go into town with our, our Pierce team, and we'd draw, you know, you'd play Riches on Friday night or Steals, and you would just get beat to death, man. It was unlimited home runs back then, and, you know, I'd come home, we'd be 0 for 2, get run ruled in two games and three innings, and it was, you know, your high point of the weekend is, hey, man, I got uh, – I was uh, three for four in the uh, Steels game. Good job, you know, but you got beat 85 to 14. So, <laughs> been there, done that, man. Oh, been dude. there, done that. Know that I'm feeling all too well. Oh, you take a lot of we'll that, even locally. Yeah, yeah it is humbling, Taylor, man. Thanks. It was yeah, something else. Yeah. Well, Teller, thank you so much for calling in with us tonight. We appreciate it and spending some time. Uh, any last thing you'd like to add to uh, Brett before we uh, go on to the next topic there? Um, oh, the microphone said uh, muted, so can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes, go ahead. Oh, you can hear? Okay, cool. Um, by the way, um, are, are you going to Kissimmee next week for the spring training event? I will not be at the spring training event. I'm actually uh... – my kids are off on uh, school next week, so we're going down on Monday uh, with my family. We're gonna we're gonna hang out for a few days at at Mickey World, and uh, then I'm gonna head over. We start playing Thursday morning, and there's a like a uh, charity home run derby on Wednesday night. So I'm gonna go over there and try to help them raise some money for charity on Wednesday night. Uh, probably won't show up at Neil's deal, man. I got Kristen Dowling and some of my other 
uh, Easton sponsored players rolling in there to help out, but uh, I most likely won't make it over. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> hope you all hope y'all do well uh, later. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, Taylor, thanks there. so much for calling in, Taylor. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, see ya. Well, Brett, you know, that kind of moves on a couple of things uh, for us. You know, we've got a couple of questions coming through social media and whatnot. Speaking of social media, that's one of the biggest things that, um, you know, obviously, you know, for us it's blown up, you know, tremendously. Um, But, you know, people don't, you know, are you really on it? I I kind of said, yeah, he's not really the Facebook guy or anything like that. I mean, you know, how can people find you? Are you active on social media? Tell tell everybody if you wouldn't mind uh, if you are, well, you know, you it's, it seems like most of the people in the world have my email address, man. It feels that way anyways, which is fine. And actually, this might be a good spot. We just I just got a new email address, and I'll fire it out there right now. If anybody wants to email me, and believe me, you can email me anything softball-related or, or anything like that, man, or sports-related, whatever you want. It is brett.helmer at easton.com. That is my new email, brett.helmer at easton.com. Fire away any questions, anything that you you know you need. That's a good way. Uh, I am on Facebook. I joined. Uh, I got some pressure from my uh, from from Easton <laughs> to get on there, man. So I I joined. I'm absolutely awful at uh, getting in there. Sometimes I don't look at it for three or four days, and I have pretty much accepted every single person who's sent a friend request. So it takes about three days to get down my news feed and see what everybody's up to, but. Uh, I certainly am on there. You can send me a private message on there, and I, and I will. I certainly will answer. It may take me a few days because I stink at it, but I will definitely answer you. <laughs> I still think you're nuts for uh, for putting your personal email out there for Easton, but that's all right. I mean, uh, you that's be all right, now. man. We're gonna we're gonna have it's to go through edit that out for you. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Easton, you know, um, really, I wanted to spend a couple minutes too now if. If you would tell us about the new the new power uh, raw power line and and and, yeah. and secondly behind that I know there's a huge buzz about this whole paradigm shift of the the barcode system that you guys are doing and to kind of keep track of the shenanigans that go on out there um, you know I, I, I'm I'm excited for it I'm I'm kind of curious to find out more about it so you know first tell us about the new stick man I've only been able to hit a couple of them. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get some demos here for the upcoming shows to to talk about and do a little little testing on them. Um, but man, everything I saw, the performance has been fantastic. So uh, tell us about it. Yeah, man, we uh, we did our initial launch on a couple of miles. We launched the L1, and uh, I think it was the L5 and L6, and a couple of them in March 1st was a retail launch on those. I had sent some out to my. I get some promo stock that I. I get in a little bit early for teams, players, events, uh, you know, whatever. If there's a, a bat-provided tournament in, in Vegas in January or like Neil Teague's uh, spring training we did out there in, in February. So I always have some stuff. I try to get in a little bit ahead of the retail stuff so I can get it out there and get everybody to see it. Uh, great line, man. You know, if you liked our line last year, the L1, L2, you know, B1, B, if you liked all that stuff, man, you'll love this year's stuff. Uh, the carbon handle gives you a little more flex, uh, which you'll notice from last year. It helps take some of that, that sting. Our bats notoriously are a little bit stiffer than probably almost almost everybody else's initially. But the plus side of that is, you know, after a couple hundred swings, you know, they break in and, and they stay. 
you know, they stay really good for a long time. So durability has always, always been great for the most part there. Um, we've over the last three years have really got the performance dialed into match and it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. So this year, you know, we have, we've got the same, the, the L1, the L2, uh, the the uh, B1, B2 for the you know U-trip NSA guys out there and girls. Uh, you know, if you like a balanced bat, we got it. If you like a end-loaded bat, we got it. If you like two-piece, yes. One-piece, yes. You know, we've got everything. We got the new LX that uh, is good for uh, dual stamp for all association play. I've hit it. It's really really good. It retails at a buck ninety-nine for that price. You you can't beat it, man. Honestly, you can't beat it. If you're only going to buy one stick and play everything with it, uh, it's worth trying to get a hold of somebody and taking a few swings with one before you make any other decisions because you might uh, you might really find something you like with that LX. But great great yeah. product line. Uh, certainly, some also you know worth mentioning some great SMUs out there, man. Uh, Down to Earth Sports just just launched the LV1s and LV2s. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just got mine yesterday, as a matter of fact, from Drew. So um, I'll start hitting that a little bit. And uh, I was a huge fan of last year's LV1, a little bit heavier. I like the heavy bats. Uh, you know, I'll swing the 28 and a half and really, really like the unload in there. Uh, another another one from uh, ASP Nation. He's got uh, he's got his, his coming out, his ASP Nation bat. Um which is basically a uh, remake of the uh, 100H from a couple of years ago that we did. That is, man, going wow. for 500 bucks on on eBay, which is unbelievable. You know, the funny thing I've always saw is, you know, when sometimes you make bats and you go through the selling season and, and people like them, and then all of a sudden one model just blows up and nobody can find it. Everybody wants it, and you didn't really see it when you had it, and then all of a sudden it went crazy and everybody looks for it. And that bat, man, that 100H is like having gold right now. And I've had, if I could have a buck for every time somebody called me looking for that thing, I'd be a pretty happy guy. But you know, he's got <laughs> it. He remade it. He put his, you know, he just put a different, uh, he put that camo finish on it, but it is, it is the identical bat. So that's, uh, you know. You know, with that Go being ahead. said, I mean, I kind of wanted to get into some of this point before we kind of got into another topic. But, you know, a lot of the guys that are listening or sometimes, you know, even on some of the boards, they're not really sure about an SMU or they don't really know what yeah. it truly is. And and that's something yeah. if you want to share a little bit about it, I want them to understand, you know, basically more about it. And then I had a personal question on that with with the, the 100 versus the new technology, the new requirements, you still think it's going to be uh, uh, as hot as we expect it to be with, the, with, with everything? Yeah, no, no question. The 100H will still be as hot as the L1s and, and you know, what we have out for the most part. Now, he did... They did put the new carbon handle on there, so that's you know that's a one one thing you'd notice, but you wouldn't even really notice the difference as far as you know when you swing it. Um, it's basically an SMU works like this, man. Somebody say we'll use Drew at Down to Earth for the example because he tends to he tends to do them a little more than, than other people do. Basically, they'll you know they'll create or develop something that they think is going to be a good seller. For Drew's case, you know, last year he wanted to do that LV1. So we talked about it, and he said, hey, man, let's do the L1. Let's put it in half sizes. I'll come up with a great graphic. And, and he certainly did, man. That bat stuck out. It was it was great. We put Laser Vision's name on there for for the sponsor, Pierre Alford, who's certainly been a great sponsor and, and deserves it, whatever, you know, anything like that, you know, to, to recognize his name in the game. And then, uh, you know, 
basically we just take a, a current model and, and we upgrade it a little bit or we change the, the graphics on it and and we put it out there for him. And, and we did that. He made it a little heavier, changed it up a little bit, and, and that thing is, you know, he sold through. I think he ordered a 1,000 of them, and he had them, he had 500 gone the first weekend. He got them on a Friday. He called me Sunday afternoon and sold 490-some out of them in, in, on a weekend. I mean, that's unbelievable. So, you know, he backed it right up again this year and did it again. He decided to release uh, uh, one for with Brian Wegman, so he had a one-piece option for people, too, because not everybody loves two-piece bats. Some people like one-piece bats. So he thought this year he'd do, he'd do both of them. Um, really, you know, the risk is there. I guess a little bit for for the person who makes them. You know, you, you know they basically they're buying a thousand bats from Eastern Sports up front. I mean, they're buying them, and then they got to turn around and they got to resell them. So a lot goes into it, man. You don't want to get stuck. You're talking a couple hundred thousand dollars. So um, they do their homework before they do these things, and it, it generally, it's it's a pretty good deal, man. They they work out all right and. They sell through him. He motored through everything last year, and he'll hammer through these. He had pre-sold. I think he uh, pre-sold almost 400 of the this year's LV1. And I mean, like I said, he just started shipping them last week, so he's he's doing really well with it. Um, but that's it, man. It's it's basically a version of an inline bat. It's it is last year's L1, you know, with with his weight change to it and his graphics, and you know, everybody knows that. He's not trying to fool anybody. Well, and that's what I wanted to get at, and I'm, I'm glad you kind of closed with that topic that, or that, that point was that that essentially an SMU bat, everybody, is is a production line bat with, at times, like down to earth, with some variations to half-sizing, maybe a different weight, and even maybe going from a shiny finish to a matte finish or something along those lines. But it essentially, it, it starts off as a production line bat, and that's, that's some of the clarity that we get questions on Brett and one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on is is you guys have been you know up in the forefront right away with those type of things you know for different manufacturers and whatnot so I appreciate you you put some clarity on that um couple yeah, of no questions problem. coming through sorry about that. a couple of questions coming through for you Brett too um first of all uh one of our followers out of Texas uh they asked simply why why number 44 Brett what 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 was the the reason is is there a reason behind it uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of funny, um, you know, in high school, when I was in high school, and this was before you're going to laugh because you turned out to be a wash, but man, when I was in high school playing football, uh, Brian Bosworth was an animal, right? The dude was in college yeah. and he was a, uh, an absolute stud and, uh, just, uh, a lifetime Syracuse fan as well. And that number at Syracuse university has always been given, to, you know, who they thought the big recruit was and the history with that number at Syracuse is a huge deal. So um, growing up in this area, that's really the reason I started down that line. I tried to get it in baseball. I tried to get it in uh, in football. And, and I just, you know, that ended up being my number early. And, man, it's, you know, it's me. That's who, you know, a lot of people call me fours or a lot of, you know, I mean, that number is recognized, I guess, at this point with, with my name and, I kind of what I did is, you know, seniority plays a big role in in that stuff. So there was a couple of years I had to change my number because when I came on with, uh, you know, Belcor, uh, you know, one of the other guys, Greg Harding, had 44. So man, I had to take a different number. So I took 33 or I took 24. I, I had I had alternates, but for uh, 
you know, so I don't think the last time I had to give it up, I think it was like 1999 was the last time I had to to give up 44. So I think at this point there's a safe bet to say that I don't think anybody's going to out-seniority me on the team anymore. So <laughs> uh, to, yeah, that'd be pretty uh, I'll get to go down. <laughs> it's kind of fun because uh, when the Team USA stuff comes out, they uh, they send you out a uh, a list of you know uniform sizes, numbers, and then it gives you it says first choice number, second choice, third choice. So I put 44 in all my choices. I don't really I don't put any other. <laughs> it's not an option. <laughs> oh man! So oh, that's man. buddy. That is that's 44 is me. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, you know, guys, I'm, I'm 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 looking at my social media, guys. I'm looking at the call list and whatnot. If you want to call the show and chat with Brett for a couple more minutes, I'm going to try to keep him on here as long as I possibly can past his bedtime. But, you know, call the show. We'd love to chat with you, 347-637-3978, or tweet us your questions at toe-to-toe-softball.com. That's on Twitter and Instagram. You can also hit us up on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash T2TSoftball. So, Brett, these questions are coming through. i, I got a feeling you're actually going to break every record we've had this the show, you know, we're only in our third week now. Um, you know, I was a guest on a previous show uh, for ISPS out of Florida. Their, their numbers skyrocketed from our following when we went on the show. He he insisted to a point of strong-arming me to, to start my own show, pick a date, pick a time. I, I was hesitant. I went on a show as a guest again. I finally fought it. I tried it out. I can't believe what it's done for us social, social media-wise and, and the downloads. I mean, we're just – thousands upon thousands of requests and listens and I, I can't even fathom what we're doing here so I, I really appreciate you know you taking the time to get on here with us and, and to shoot the shoot the breeze and just talk softball man that's that's what it's about there's no scripts here you know there, there's no scripts there's no you know I got a handful of little notes that I, I had to do for you just to make sure that I was didn't want to lose train of thought too much uh, but man just just to BS with your friends and talk about the products talk about what's out and what's hot you know, and just shoot the breeze with with real guys, and that's what I wanted to, to kind of put a to kind of beat, break the perception down. That, you know, these major players, these guys are attitude to big leaguers, and don't get me wrong, we know they're out there. I mean, especially as these kids come up, and sometimes they lose their way. But I could tell you right now, from not knowing you from Adam, even when I met you down at Toys for Tots before our introductions and whatnot, you were one of the guys that have always been come up. You were engaging. You'll shoot the breeze no matter. Five minutes to go on the field to start up to go warm up. You'll still spit, you know, spit the uh, the game for somebody for a few minutes and chop it up and then head on out. So that is so commendable. And being an ambassador of the sport, Brett, is, is huge. And there's a very few of them that are like you. And and I can tell you right now that a majority of the ones that I personally know um, are, are on with you and with Laser Vision, and it's been pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, we try to, you know, I make it a point. To try to we try to surround ourselves with the right guys, right? You can you can go out and you can pick names and put your wish list together, but at the end of the day, it takes camaraderie, it takes teamwork, and you know certainly great players. But you know I'm at a point, man. I just don't want to deal with with attitudes and and have to babysit all day long, man. I want guys who want to go out there and play hard, who are never going to embarrass. Uh, Easton, our sponsors, you know, I'm not going to let that happen. So those guys, they're not invited. If they're there and they act that way, they're asked to leave. But, you know, I don't really, uh, and I'm not a good liar, man. I don't pull no punches, and I'm honest and straight up about it. So, you know, we're here to promote the game. That's what I've tried to do, you know, my whole career. Easton has 
you know, put me in a, in a particular spot and, and they trust me to, to lead our brand in, in, in slow pitch. And I have done that for 16 years and absolutely love it. And I'm never going to do anything to embarrass my company and the people that trust me to go out here and do this. So, um, been been pretty cool, man. If you can't spend spend five minutes and talk to the people, the part that's what you know that's what marketing and promotions is, man. It's you know I want to talk to people. I want to know what you think, man. If you if we got some that's a product you think sucks, man, tell me it sucks. I hey, I've been here long enough. I've hit our some of our bats and I hated them, and I'll tell you I hated them. So you're never gonna get a lie from me. If I think it's junk, I'll tell you it's junk. If I think it's great, I'll tell you it's great, and I can always tell you, you know why I'm either end. So it's uh. It's just been been a good front, man. It's been a great platform to uh, to promote the game, and I enjoy the interaction with the people. You know, whether they're they're there asking legitimate questions, having a good time, or hey, man, not everybody likes me. It's that's fine. That's okay. I, I'm I'm all right with that. So it's uh it's all good either way, man. I'm gonna do my thing and try to do what's best and and just go with it. Yeah, I mean that's and it's just kind of looking through some of the history too. I mean, you know, obviously you've been with East about 16 years now. But if you look at the teams you played with, it's you, you can look at the pattern of sponsorship almost following, you know, in suit, whether you put it together or not. That just shows character and, and, and value and merit to what you do. And that's something that we really pride ourselves on, you know, as the little D team from Southern California uh, to kind of mirror those type of things to hopefully one day, you know, make it to where we can do something big on a, on a grand scale. But it, it just speaks about who Brett Helmer really is um, as a person, as a businessman, as a player. They they believe in what you do. So, again, kudos to that, Brett, and, and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, on another, on another topic, um, questions coming through, if you don't mind to hang around for a no. few more minutes, Brett. But uh, uh, first of all, one of the ones that's coming through quite a bit here is, is really how much fun is the long haul bombers tour itself just for you guys to go out and mash, you know, and Dude, put on a show you know, fans. it is, you know, I think I did the, I did one of the first ones, I think it was 2003 at the Metrodome, which feels like forever ago. Um, you know, we started that first one, not really knowing what was going to happen and, you know, but when we started, you know, the guys, Tory Hunter and the guys were kind of out there like, man, you know, what's going on here? This is going to be a joke kind of deal. And also we started just absolutely hammering balls a mile out of there. And they were going nuts. I mean, Tory Hunter is running up and down, high-fiving everybody. And they're just, you know, they're going bonkers. So it, it went just huge right from the get-go as far as, fans digging it and you know back then it changed a little bit back then i mean we would hit sometimes literally 10 minutes before first pitch after the teams were done with their bps we'd go on there and hit and you know there's 35,000 people at the metrodome all of a sudden and you're hitting and it is loud as all get out man you hit one long you know and they go bonkers and you know to be able to hit on those fields, you know, Major League Baseball, in my mind, Major League Baseball stadiums are the greatest sporting. They're just awesome, right? What's what's better than a Major League Baseball stadium? They're just beautiful. So to get the hit from home plate where those guys get to play, man, is yeah. kind of surreal. You know, you'll hit one night, fly home, and you'll watch whatever. You'll watch the Cincinnati Red game the next night, and you're just like, man, I just hit from that plate last night, and it was awesome. 
So the actual event itself is amazing. It goes, you know, too quick. So, you know, there's a lot that goes into those three minutes of, of actual swings. You know, it only takes two and a half, three minutes to get your 15 swings in there. There's a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff as far as, you know, if I'm hitting in, say, i got to hit in San Diego Friday. Well, I can't really fly out Friday morning because if I get flight delays and I get screwed up in travel, and I'm not going to make the event. And making up these things, Major League Baseball is awful finicky and picky, man. So when you get a date, and that's the only date you're getting. So you can't miss things. You know, you got to be there. So basically, if I'm going West Coast, i got to fly in a day ahead of time, which is fine. But it's just, you know, more travel. So you fly in a day ahead of time, you can do your thing and hit, and then, you know, bust out. So it's a couple-day deal to do, you know, to do the West Coast stuff and, you know, the – they're just awesome. There's not a bad venue. You know, even I think we hit in old Montreal, which was cool to be in there. There was about eight people there watching the game. So, I mean, you could talk. I think I was talking, you know, Johnny McGraw is hitting, and I'm 40 feet away, and I'm talking to him like you and I are talking right now. I mean, you could talk to a guy in center field that was that, that quiet in there. But uh, just some of the, you know, the coolest places, man, it has been awesome and some of the parks are you know they've turned into my favorites uh you know love seattle uh love the new you know new met stadium is absolutely gorgeous kind of like a, a home park for me i get a ton of family that comes down and just a beautiful park uh love cincinnati you know it's it's been great I, uh you know and then having kirby and wegman do it i've had so many partners over the years you know way back guys who you know when i first started I think when we first started, it was me, oh, goodness, me, Hank Garris, uh, Rusty, Baumgartner, Brownie, uh, Scott wow. Strebel. We had a, just, you know, just a bunch of us, Todd Jordan. There was a bunch of us who, who went and did it. And then, you know, for years it was known as the Easton Bomb Squad. You know, we kind of took that event over with, with Long Haul, and, you know, all the guys were Easton guys and, you know, I think uh, 2004 was the last year of that, and then it went back to long-haul bombers, and we've always competed in it. It's always been great. Um, it's something that won't get old. Like I said, I've hit, you know, Denny Crine would be the next most tenured guy. He started, I think, 2007 was his first year. Well, hell, I, mean, I had four years in before he even started. So, you know, I've got probably 50 more appearances than, than even he does, and, you know, he's uh, – He's certainly great at it. That's his his deal. That's our, Mikeen's main promotion is the Bomber Tour, and you know what, Denny uh, Denny does a great job, man. Him and I've had some just great battles throughout the years on there, and it's made it fun. Him and I are friends. We go way back, and it's good stuff, man. Nothing gets old. We have a you know everybody roots for each other out there. I cannot stand the last thing I want to have happen is go out there and have somebody hit one, two, three homers, you know, it's, that's a bad feeling. You feel bad for somebody when they do that. You don't want that to happen. You know, what I've always said on my interviews, if you listen to say, man, I want to go, you know, 14 for 15 and I want everybody else to go 13 for 15 is kind of my, my thought on it, man. It's all about putting on a good show because what's it do? It's a positive light on the game, right? It brings, it brings more good attention to what we do and that can't be a bad thing. No, I mean, any, Anytime you can get that many people riled up and, and hopefully see yeah. some absolute creatures hit or something on top of the yeah. Western Metals building in, in, in Petco. Oh, they go nuts. Or, or go uh, yeah, nuts. it's just insane, absolutely insane. I mean, I, I, there's some videos circling around on our YouTube channel and whatnot of me just, you know, just hollering like a wild man, just 
you, it overtakes you, just the energy there and just watching it uh, of the things that just you don't think was even fathomable. So, you oh, know, man, but, uh, you see how far those things go, man. It, it's it's amazing. Some of the shots that, you know, uh, Canal over top of the Western Metal, I mean, all the way over top of the Western Metal Supply, uh, Wegman completely out of Dodger Stadium, over the canopy, out of the entire property, just crazy stuff, man, just crazy stuff, and everybody's just like, what just happened, you know what I mean, they go nuts, and, you know, like last year in Seattle, no one had ever hit a ball out of Seattle, well, Wegman hit one out last year, Kirby gets in behind him and hits two, and his second one, man, I don't know if I've seen a ball go any farther, his second one went out, completely out, and across the street to by the hotel that we were staying in. Oh, shit. Oh, dude, so far, man, it's just, those are the kinds of things, you never forget moments, man, and everybody just loves it, and, you know, that that thing won't get old, it won't get old. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'll tell my listeners, if you get a few minutes, do yourself a favor, I mean, these are the type of things that, that bring softball to the forefront, and can make the the ESPN's top 10, you know, when you guys see these absolute creatures getting hit out of the out of the parks and whatnot. And I know that long haul bombers tours, you know, it, it costs money to do these projects. And these kids, you know, these manufacturers are putting a bunch of money traveling them around. Any press we can get them and comments, go on YouTube, spend a few minutes, look up long haul bombers if you haven't already, and look at some of these monster shots that are put out there. They're 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 sick, and and you get you get pumped up and you want to go take BP later that night. I mean, if you can, it's just like you're like, damn, I gotta get out there and do this, but. Uh, you know, and I know I know you got some ties out east, Brett, and I, I'm going to read you a little bit about it. Another question for sure comes through, and I, I have a feeling it may be the Mets Stadium, but what is your favorite MLB park that you've actually hit in uh, out of all of them? Believe it or not, my absolute favorite park is Seattle. Um, so, you know, my nod to my West Coast out there, man. Love Seattle. I have never not hit good there. I got a quick funny story from Seattle. The first time we ever went there, this is like 2004, I think it was, the first time we ever went there, whoever was in charge of their promotion stuff at, at the Mariners was not a real cordial, real nice person, man. It, it was kind of got to this point. It was me, Johnny McGraw. It was me, Johnny McGraw, Hank, and Brownie maybe. And we roll in there and – uh our marketing director's there, and, and this guy from Seattle is just like, this is a waste of time. You guys aren't even going to hit it out. He was dead serious. I mean, he was just being a clown, man. He's like, you're not going to hit it out. This is a joke. I don't know why we're wasting 15 minutes. You know, and our guy's getting mad. He's like, listen, he goes, you're going to eat your words. He goes, these guys are going to put on a show. So we go out. He's like, yeah, whatever. So it just so happens I am first, man. And I go in, and the very first ball, that I get pitched to from, I think it was Donnie Long from uh, Long Pest Control. We got him to come in to pitch. The first ball he throws me, I hit into the top deck in right field. They have, no one had ever hit a ball there, <laughs> and it was just hilarious, man. Now, I hit this thing, and I knew I killed it, right? So I step out in this place. It hits up about seven rows into this highest deck, and the place goes absolute bonkers. And I step out, and I look over, and I see our marketing guy has got his finger in this guy's face, and he is just letting him out. I told you that was going to happen, man. He is wearing this poor dude <laughs> out, man. So it ended up just being hilarious. You know, Johnny McGraw hit one off the back wall in left field, just absolute bomb. So it ended up being, you know, the guy apologized, and it ended up being just a great event. But it's kind of a, kind of 
just my favorite park out there, man. It's gorgeous. Uh, always hit good there for some reason. And it's a big park, man. There's nothing free about hitting that park. you got to whack it to get it up out of there on either side. So it just happens to be someplace I hit good. And then probably from there, you know, the Mets. Uh, I love, you know, love hitting in my own state. Love love the Mets. Um, big fan of San Francisco. Uh, I've hit a lot of balls into the water, and you got to kill it to do that. And uh, kind of a, the wind blows in a little bit there. So it's just another another great park to be in. Um, no, you know, none of them are bad. Like I said, I can't think of a bad one. But if I had to pick one, it'd be Seattle. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, there you have it. I mean, he he answered directly. I I, I would actually I, I figured there would have been something with the East, but I you know I'm glad I didn't put money on that one. Um, there you go. A couple more questions for you, Brett. You know, coming through. What what was the what did it feel like when you got your first signature bat? That was one of our questions actually from one of our other Texas followers where we have like what what I mean. When they you know, came, Brett, we're, we're you know we're ready to give you one. I mean, how did that feel? I mean, God, I can't even describe yeah, that. It was kind of a, it was kind of a different deal than that. You know, we actually had one. They did one with uh, Dan Shuck, Todd Drawing, who obviously are, you know, they were the big guys at Easton in the '90s. Before before I got there, they kind of paved that way for me and and you know helped me through the whole deal. So they ended up doing an aluminum bat for us. And all three of our names on it, and I just thought that was the greatest thing ever, man. That was in like, oh, dude, I want to say it was '98, somewhere '98, '99, something like that. That came out. Um, it was a very small run of bats, and they just went to. I think they all went to like softball sales, someplace like that. And it was a just a, a inside deal there. So I had that one, and then I never really thought about. It. I'm not. I'm not a backpatting, cocky, conceited person, so I don't really. You think about that, or was worried about it, and all of a sudden, I guess it was 2000, end of 2006, um, they just said, they didn't say a word to me, they actually sent me this bat in the mail, man, so I opened up this box, and it's this, it's that black and yellow bat, and it's got my name on it, and I'm like, mm, okay, that's pretty awesome, so, you know, I called out there, I'm like, what's this deal, and they're like, man, that's, you know, that's our line, Next year, you have a ASA bat and a U-trip bat with your name on it. And, you know, thanks for everything you've done here. You've earned it, and, you know, your your name's, you know, marketable, and, and we want to take advantage of that. And, you know, well, the funny part is the bat was stiff as hell, man. I, if you have anybody, I'm sure people here remember, it's not that long ago. It, it was one of those bats you had to beat it to death to make it into a uh, a good bat, right? So it was kind of funny um i ended up liking it but you had to hit it a bunch to get it good but a lot of players could never get it broken in it was that stiff so it was kind of like a yeah man congratulations on your <laughs> on your bat it's a piece of junk but that wasn't uh i didn't really care man I, I liked it and it was it was pretty cool to be thought of in that regard from the company is uh is pretty awesome and what i've always loved about our company in particular is we just don't give those away. You know what I'm saying? There's very few signature model bats. You have to earn that here. Um, and I've I've held that tradition, man. I, you know, Brian Wegman, I made sure Brian got his, but Brian's been here a long time. You know, he he finally got it a couple of years ago. He certainly earned it. Uh, he's one of the best two-way all-around players in the game, has been for you know a number of years now. Uh, he certainly, he deserved that, and, 
And we've got other great players in-house. Scott Kirby, who's been here for, you know, he's been Eastern sponsor player for 10 years, man. And, uh, you know, he'll, uh, I think we're going to have a, a Kirby signature model next year, or a couple of them. I don't want to give too much inf- inside information away, but uh, you can look out for, for a couple other pretty cool things coming out wow. uh, next year to uh, to honor some of our uh, our guys who've uh, who've done it right here for for quite a while, man. So I always try to make sure we give give back to those who are uh, are loyal, and certainly, you know, we got a couple of those in house that are going to be recognized for that. That's you know that's awesome. I mean, it really is. And again, it goes back to character. It goes back to just you know good business practice and and just a person in general. And and you know what's awesome, Brad, is I I still get pumped up because it seems to me that you know we're we're three weeks on the shows. And there's always a little teaser for something coming, you know. Uh, Jack Bass goes on with Jeffrey Krause and kind of gave a little teaser about what they're coming up. And now you're, you know, give a little, little, little drop on a line, I should say, of what's, you know, what's coming in the future. But you know, I just, I just love it, man. This is just a blast to sit here. Who would have thought for me in a million years that I'd be sitting here with an old radio show talking softball with with a, a legend? I mean, it just, it's awesome. And and to stay humble about it, and I just love it. I, I'm an I get freaking excited, and I think 15 minutes to showtime. I send my messages out. My hands start sweating. I got my bottle of water ready, and and I'm doing it, man. I just I love it. I get pumped up for it. I can't thank you enough for being on the show, Brett. I know that we're gonna have Weggs on here in another couple of weeks, and working on the scheduling him in here. But you know everything that you are doing, and, and with Easton, it's just it's just awesome, man. I, I really uh, I just can't say it enough. You know, I just it's just awesome. You know, definitely a forefront in the, in, in in the line, and, and even despite all the things that go through the back end and whatever else goes on, you guys are still marching along and and doing it and doing it big. I mean, everybody gets excited for the new line. The new line visually, absolutely looks fantastic. I think the paint schemes look good. I'm happy with how yep. those look. I, I mean, <laughs> not that my opinion matters, but dang, it looks good. Good looking bat. You know, the performance has been there. Obviously, those guys are. I saw a ton of them. We had them this weekend at the provided bat event with ASA, and and I'll tell you right now, man, they were they were a hit too. There were there were some good good shots with those things, and you know, uh, just nothing bad to say so far. So, but uh, uh, one last thing before I let you go, I, I had a last question come in, and I'd like to end with it probably. What what if you can recall, or or what would be your most memorable softball event to date, if you have one or you know, if you could try to even narrow it down, I'm sure you've had a ton, but that's uh... um, some of the coolest. I mean, I've had, dude, I've been so lucky. I could sit here. We could talk for the next four hours on just some of the coolest stuff I've been able to, to be a part of. But I would say some of the things that are just awesome would be uh, making the uh, inaugural Team USA the first year. I can't, I can't even really describe how we all felt when – you know, ESPN flipped the cameras on, and we were down there in Oklahoma City. It was one thing to get in there. To be selected was awesome, but to actually get on the field, wear the uniform, see ESPN out there with all their, you know, the whole, all the trucks and the cameras and the whole production, and and then have have them say play ball and realize that, you know, there, there's, you know, probably, I think there was a million people almost that tuned in. It's uh, it makes you feel small, man. It makes you feel like you know what, I did something right here to to get this opportunity, and we all felt that way. I don't care who it was; every guy felt like they were part of something really special. So that was huge. 
2008, uh, we lost our first game at Disney. Um, we got beat on, gosh, I think we got beat Wednesday night. And we rolled off eight straight to come back, uh, come back through win the World Series. That was a that was a big moment. Um, we just got on one of those rolls, man, where sometimes it just doesn't matter who they put in front of you. You're going to hand out a beating because you're just on it. And, and we were. We just rolled through everybody and, and uh that was probably one of the one of my funner ones, you know, certainly winning my very first uh national with uh with Haig back in uh uh ninety eight was was a big deal. Um to understand how long and I had already played for a long time and you know, I played on really good teams in the nineties, but you just took beatings from you know, it's kinda of unfortunately it's it's kinda of what some of the big B and, and A teams get nowadays, right? There's really, really good B and A teams out there, but they get throttled by Rosmondo, right? I mean, nine out of ten times you're taking a beat. And same deal, you know, if they play us, they're, you know, usually they're going to get beat. So, you know, I lived that for a long, long time of being on really good teams and not even not even being able to qualify for the World Series. You know, I used to go into Detroit wow. was the last NIT of the year, and the last chance qualifier, and that's why they call it the last chance, is your last chance to qualify for the World Series. Man, I was on really good teams. I didn't qualify for my first USSA major World Series until 1997. Man, I had already played for like six or seven years on good teams. That's how hard it was to get to the World Series back then. You know, so to actually get there and play in 97 with our Sojourn team was really cool. So that was a, that was a neat experience. Um but probably the USA uh, inaugural USA thing is is about as cool as it gets, man. Um, and you know, obviously the the whole deal with Easton, you know, deciding to go there, making just a accidental tremendous right decision, and and having it be the the majority of my career spent with that company has been nothing short of of just probably outside of. You know, certainly my wife and my kids, the best decision I've ever made, man. It's been spectacular. No regrets out of that at all, man. It has been nothing but but spades for me. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's, I mean, there you have it. I mean, you heard it from him directly, from the man himself. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, an awesome experience, and I couldn't even imagine what it would be like to, 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 to have been there and to watch some of those things. And, and you've got, you know, being fortunate enough to participate in it, to play in it for such a high level for so many years, Brett, and to still think that there's there's definitely some still left in the tank um, to continue on for at least a couple more for you. You know, at that level, it's just it's just awesome. You know, again, I, I hate keeping you so late. God, it's after midnight over there. Uh, uh, we can I'm sit here fine, and top man. it up for hours. <laughs> but I'm uh, fine. you know. Do, do you actually keep like a, like a trophy room of all your other goodies of just stuff that you've that you've done and you know, accomplished? Or? It's uh, I I have some I keep some of the stuff um, you know really I started you know I was doing really big powerlifting stuff before I was doing big time softball stuff so I have some really cool stuff um, and it just it's piled up so basically I got to a point where I've kept. I've kept my really good powerlifting, all my gold medals, all my really cool powerlifting stuff. I've, I've kept some of it and given away the rest of it to to whatever youth 
charity, anything like that. And I've done the same with the softball. I mean, I at the parks, you know, if I get, and a lot of tournament directors probably will hate me after I say this, but if I get an all-tournament, I usually will walk up to a, a little kid who's there watching. I'll give them the trophy, man, and they just think it's the greatest thing ever. So I've probably given away, I don't know, 70 or 80 of those things over the years to kids in the stands, and they just, you know, they love it, man. And a lot of the other guys will, will see it and they do it. So, you know, between us, we make – we give that stuff away, and what I've done around here is uh, just so happens my neighbor is a uh, director of the little league out here in uh, Cicero. So I uh, I gave him, I started giving him all my trophies. I have some really cool trophies, so I give him all my base, you know, everything. I got that looks like a baseball guy on top, of you can't tell the difference. So I give him all those, and they just change the plates off of them and make them. And they give out some really great trophies to the little leagues and the minor league stuff around here that that I donated over the years and I've kept the really cool stuff the all world uh, plaques and statues I've kept uh, I've got my batting title pyramids that uh, from winning my my batting titles over the years those are very cool awards that were given to us from Louisville Slugger uh, which are very awesome um, and I have all my rings man you know my rings are my probably my favorite thing that I have from from winning world championships they're in a really nice case that I have here, but I've given away probably 75% of what I had, and I've just held on to the stuff that means the most, and I'm not really a person that has to have all that around. My memory serves me pretty well when it comes to where I've been and how lucky I've been, so most of it I don't have anymore, uh, but I have the really cool stuff. Just just the stuff that shows the history, and I'm sure, you know, little Brazgan loves seeing that stuff, and, you know, just oh, as yeah. the time grows. That's going to be awesome. So, you know, Brett, I just appreciate everything tonight, the time. You know, we've actually run over our normal time. We're, we're actually just now in the full record mode for the podcast on iTunes and everything else. But you know, what an awesome time it's been just to shoot the breeze with you. We don't get to see each other that often as much as I would personally like, but we're going to try to fix that to, throughout this year and, and hopefully coming up soon uh, in other opportunities maybe or whatnot. But, you know, again, thank you so much for what you do. Um, you know, as well as what Easton is a part of this sport and, and always trying to, you know, be there when somebody needs something. You know, it's awesome. So, you know, thanks a bunch. You know, any shout-outs in particular you want to give, uh, you know, the floor is yours, sir. Oh, man, obviously just uh, certainly like to thank all my uh, teammates and great sponsors over the years. Uh, you know, my family, who's A number one, and my wife has been with me for, you know, we're going on, you know, being married 19 years in July, and she was, we were together for five years, six years before that. So she has been through it all with me, man, and my huge, my hugest fan and, and support and certainly, uh, you know, bringing my kids around for all these years on some great trips, you know, because of softball has been, has been awesome, man. I've been on probably 200 family vacations just because of playing ball. And it's, that's been great, man. So certainly kudos to them for, for being awesome and, and, you know, Easton, like I said, I don't want to keep beating that horse, but, you know, how well they've treated me and, and hopefully I've, uh, you know, I've, I've treated them just as good and, and they're, you know, certainly proud, I think, of, of what I've done there. So, uh, and that's it, man. And just thanks for everybody, for all the nice people who come up and, and say, hey, and all the emails and phone calls and people at the park. It's, it's, it's been unbelievable, man. I don't think I'm anybody special. I'm just another softball player out there doing it, man. But it's it's pretty cool sometimes to to get recognized for 
for I guess longevity and, and doing things the right way. So I'll certainly I'll certainly take that and, and appreciate it more than uh, more than people probably know. So that's it, man. I can't thank you enough for uh, for having me. I'd certainly love to come on again anytime. Never gets old. I would love to have you. Definitely want to get you towards the end of the season, kind of uh, while things are getting spiced up and, and getting to crunch time. I would definitely want to get you get you on here again and uh, and chop it up. I think I'm going to have to charge uh, Drew and the Down to Earth guys and a couple of them just for the, the plugs and the sponsorship time. Yeah, yeah man. You know? That's right. Hey, so, yeah, you know, hey, I mean, we're, the popularity is getting there. We're going to have to start charging these people. I mean, i uh, got to pay for this airtime somehow. But uh, That's right. Hey, guys, again, I appreciate everything, Brett. And, uh, you know, good luck to you guys uh, uh, this weekend down in Florida. And, um, you know, get after it. As I know you will, and I'm sure we'll be watching the uh, live stream. So thanks again, Brett, and we'll, we'll chat with you soon. My pleasure, pal. Take care. See ya. Bye. Well, there you have it, everybody. I mean, you know, what an awesome show. I mean, my gosh, we went over 15 minutes. You know, we, we didn't even take but what one commercial the whole time. Uh, that just shows you kind of lose track of time chopping it up. I mean, I, I can't stress enough that, that this is just about having fun, man. It's, it's about talking softball, bringing things to the forefront, what we're enjoying doing, you know, and just having a blast. So, you know, again, awesome, Brett. Thank you so much for coming on here. I mean, the guy's, the guy's a Hall of Famer, and, and he's still doing it at a high level. Um you know, for years and years. I mean, decades coming up. I mean, you guys have been playing ball for, for forever. I mean, it's just awesome. Um, you know, a couple of sorts of business, you know, tweet us, follow us, Facebook, get at us, man. We need to grow this popularity. We need the, the support. Follow us on Twitter at toe to softball. That's at TOE, the number two TOE softball. Uh, you can do that on Facebook, excuse me, on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, Facebook is just facebook.com forward slash T2T softball. Again, we you know we need it. We need the support. We uh, we we value it. We listen. We tweet back. Those who know know uh, and get after us. I mean, we do. We read all those emails. We read the tweets. We respond. We're active. We hear you. You get free stuff in the mail at times. Um, you know, we we do care and we do value each and every one of y'all. Um, you know, I want to give a big shout out to Kevin Sherman tonight. Man, that guy just surprises me one time after another. It just it just that's just a good quality individual sent us just a thank you package um, from his last event, just for, for taking good care of him when he needs product and supplies. And, and we do that for him and it's just awesome, man. And so that we appreciate again, Kevin, it doesn't go unnoticed. I wanted to make sure that, uh, <clears throat> that we do, we do pay attention. Um, you know, again, we had a, we had a tweet a little bit after uh, that was noticed by Chenille Brown out of Northern California. We missed her. Uh, I'm sure Brett will uh, will forward that along to him and we'll get it back to you. So we apologize for that run a little bit long. Uh, a couple more points of business. You know, we've got some tournaments coming up. Um, <clears throat> XSA is running a tournament uh, this weekend, actually, the tw- excuse me, next weekend, the 26th down in Phoenix. And on May 10th, paying 1000 bucks cash to the winner. Sign up on playxsa.com. Um, you know, I want to make sure you give some looks to the next tournament in your area for uh, ISPS low pitch. You know, those guys are always running some neat stuff. And I'll tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen the World Series ring that ISPS puts out, oh, my gosh, this thing is ridiculous. It's it's massive. It, it looks like a stinking Super Bowl ring. It's awesome. 
uh, definitely worth taking a look at. Those guys are doing things. They've got a neat little program running out there, and it's starting to grow nationwide. They've got little directors popping up, um, trying to you know get that name out there. So give them a shout out, take a look at them. You can follow them on Instagram and excuse me on Twitter as well. It's ISPS Softball. Um, just look them up. Just Google it. You know ISPS. So um, other than that, you know a couple of little bits of pieces. Um, you know ASA's uh, Manufacturers Challenge. I want to personally thank all the vendors. Uh, and the bat manufacturers that supplied for that uh, for the tournament. Uh, we know we had uh, Easton's out there. Um, we had the Louisville's, the Z's. Um, you know, we had uh, um, the, the Vikings. Um, some D-Marines were scattered around there as well. And, uh, you know, we had the uh, Monster, uh, Monster Boogeyman's that were a big hit as well. So I know that we're going to have Carl and uh, Ryan Dacko up here on a future show from Monster Athletics. Um, also have Chris Larson from Dean Marini slated, and uh, as well as Brian Wegman, um, Rusty Baumgartner, and Chris Grinder, just to name a few guys that are that are slated down the pipeline. So, and I, I'm exi- I'm excited that there's so much stuff going on and happening. Um, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Again, uh, we're trying to bring this the softball again do our part to bring the softball program to the mainstream. So hopefully we can get that here with your support and your following. So. Tweet at us. Tell us what you want to hear, what you want to see, what you want to know about. Test it, demo it, whatever. We've already reached out to some manufacturers as well. Uh, for you know, we had a lot of people asking about turfs and getting their ready for the season to kick off for them. And the weather's clearing up, so everybody's like, "Oh, what's the new turf? What you know, what we're working with? You know, how is hang right? How are the new balances? You know, what's up with the Reeboks? You know, we're here. You know, we're gonna we're gonna do our best um, from a multi point of view. Uh, different players, different positions and uh, different, you know, bodies and shapes and sizes and whatnot, and, uh, and kind of let you know our feedback. So look forward to that, hopefully, by the uh, by next show, if not the very next show after that. So one to two weeks, we'll have a good review on the turfs. Uh, I could tell you right now, personally, that the new Mikan line coming out, um, we've got the Freak 62. Some of you have seen it at our ASA Manufacturers event this weekend. We check that out, too. Uh, 38 people uh, that came to the show just were wandering around and wanted to try it and demo it hit in the cages. And I'll tell you right now, man, people were excited about that product and are pre-ordering like crazy. Um, I suggest you guys get with your pre-orders in. Um, try to get it as fast as you can. That bat is hot. Uh, it is only designed for the 52-300 hot dot ball, or it should say any 52-300, but uh, it, it is it was really, really good. Uh, if you look it up on our Instagram account, you'll see some demo videos of it, uh, as well as just some exit speeds that were unbelievable. And it's passing compression without a problem, even after three, four, five hundred hits, um, still passing without it, not even question, uh, but is absolutely just murdering that ball. So, man, just just an awesome, awesome time coming up. You've got um, you know the new chill coming out from Mike and as well, uh, fast pitch base bat. Pretty neat and exciting. So, you know, with that being said, everybody, man, thank you for, again for another awesome show, 9.15 uh, Pacific Standard Time now. Again, 15 minutes over. Had a great time chopping it up with the legend, the Hall of Famer, Mr. Brett Helmer himself. Spent a few minutes out there, guys. Take a look at some of the upcoming events. I know that uh, May 16th really is the kickoff for the uh, Stadium Power Tour. And, um, you know, take a look at it. I know you can look it up on softball360.com. Um, look, just look at Long Haul Bomber Stadium Power Tour. Again, I want to give a shout out to uh, Softball 360, 
and softball center for just doing what they do in the industry. Uh, I hope that a little guy such as myself can, uh, can we can work together and bring some more, uh, some more publicity and some more coverage to these events. So uh, different perspectives, if you will. Other than that, tweet us, get after us at toe-to-toe-softball.com. If you want to email me, it's at toe-to-toe-softball at gmail.com. We look forward to it. Again, every Wednesday night, 9 p.m., excuse me, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, run for an hour long. Let's talk it up. Let's talk some softball, and, and we'll have a good night. So with that being said, you guys have a great Wednesday, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks a bunch, and I appreciate everything. drives me crazy. Excuse me, I'm the Sprinter and from Sprint, try my new iPhone XR with an amazing liquid retina display. This is amazing. Mind if I snap a few photos? Look at that color. I love this display. I, uh, I'm going to need that back. Switch to Sprint and get iPhone XR 64 gigabytes for $0 per month with an eligible trade-in and a Sprint Flex lease. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash iPhone, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Phone $0 per month for 18 months after thirty one twenty five per month credit applied within two bills. If you cancel early, remaining balance due. Excludes tax. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee. Coverage and offer not everywhere. Restrictions apply.